Hola, amiga. I believe the only way to create a life of your dreams is by taking massive action that makes shit happen. Basically, amiga, handle your shit. Yes, I said that. Handle your shit. Stop playing small and start breaking down cultural limitations, gain back your feminine power, and become the unapologetic and unstoppable Latina you were destined to be. This show is meant to inspire, motivate, and awaken your soul's potential. You will learn from business professionals, successful entrepreneurs, and creatives that will teach you mental corrections, insider tips, success strategies, and of course, a dose of personal development. I am your host, Jackie Tapia, lawyer, transformational life coach, and entrepreneur. I am also a wife and mom to a little badass Latina. I'm obsessed with changing the Latina's mindset and breaking down cultural barriers so that you can live your best life and step into your true power and start living a life of abundance in all ways and always. Join me for inspiring conversations with thought leaders and learn how to handle your shit. ¿Estás lista? Vámonos. Hello, 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 amigas, and welcome back to Amiga Handle Your Shit Podcast. So I am so happy to have my beautiful friend, Diana Gallo, from Manhattan Model Studio. You might have heard uh, in prior episodes of being a part of the Empowered Amiga movement, which she has been so instrumental in teaching us confidence walks. So this is the thing, amigas. So let's talk a little bit about what um, she does. Um, she actually is the founder of Manhattan Model Studio, and she's been modeling professionally for over 20 years. Diana has appeared on magazine covers, commercials, television shows, movies, music videos, print catalogs, and much more. What sets Diana apart from other modeling schools is her one-on-one attention to her clients, their specific needs and desires, and her connections within the industry. She has helped numerous clients obtain agency representation and modeling work. I'm just so, so, so excited to have her here once again at the Amiga Handle Your Shit podcast. And so let's get this conversation going. So without further ado, this is Diana Gallo. Hello, hello, amigas, and welcome to Amiga Handle Your Shit podcast. Okay, how exciting. I have my beautiful soul sister, my team player, my amazing, beautiful friend who is here with us. Her name is Diana Gallo, and she is the CEO and founder of Manhattan Model Studios. And amigas, besides being a beautiful model, she is just so beautiful inside as well. And so it was so important for me to have her back on the pod, because as you know, I like to share what is new and good. And let me tell you something, Diana's up to amazing new things. So welcome, welcome to Amiga Handle Your Shit podcast. Thank you, Jackie. <laughs> so good to see you. Thank you for having me on again. I'm so excited 
to share the latest and just to see your face and hear your voice is such a you know beautiful thing uh-huh. and um yeah I'm excited to be here thanks oh. for the introduction of course of course my friend how can I not you're just amazing so let's uh let's backtrack a bit in case you know other people have not heard um any of the episodes that we've been on so why don't we let uh our listeners know a little bit more about you where are you from because before you became a model you were you know a human being living their life (laughs) still a human being I checked. <laughs> yeah, before becoming a model, she was <laughs> Diana Padilla, right? <laughs> yeah. Actually, my stage name still is Diana Padilla. I kept my maiden name okay. for just because I've had my agent for so long and I all my paperwork, my photos, my portfolio, everything's Diana Padilla. So I just left that. So nice. Sometimes my husband's like, why are you still Diana Padilla? And I'm like, because that's my stage name, babe. That's right. It's kind of like me with the legal. It's like I've always been Jacqueline Tapia. So I can't, I just can't just remove myself. (laughs) It might be a thing. Yeah. The whole thing. The whole thing. So tell us, Diana, where are you from? Okay. So it, wow. And it has been a journey to get here. Um, So I was born and raised in Los Angeles. My parents are from Mexico. They're from Jalisco. And my first language that I spoke was Spanish. I did not learn English until kindergarten. Me too. (laughs) So sometimes people will say, hey, what, you know, where's your accent? I, I detect an accent and I'm like, no, no accent. I'm just born and raised in LA and they're like no but I hear an accent and I'm like it's probably my I would say it's my Mexican accent there you Um, go (laughs) (laughs) so yeah born and raised in LA went to school at public schools in LA went to college Cal State LA Um, and I always since I was very young even when I was little I would pretend in the mirror in the bathroom that I was doing a commercial like I would be like, oh, here's a new soap or this new <laughs> mascara. Like I'd grab my mom's stuff, right? And I would just do these full-on commercials in the bathroom. And so, you know, fast forward to when I was a teenager, I really wanted to be a model. But my dad wasn't down with it. He was, um, you know, like, no, it's dangerous. And he didn't know how to get me into it. I had relatives that were like, you got to get her into modeling, you know, I'll help her. And my dad was like, no, no, no. So, and he, my dad was a very, um, he taught, he raised us, me and my sisters and my one brother, there's four girls and one boy. He raised us all to be very independent, even as Latina women, very independent, very strong. And you're going to college. Like there was no question. There was no, um, oh, what are you going to do? Oh, no, it's like high school, college, right. going to college. So that was the path for me. There was really no other, you know, yeah. and my dad had his own business. So I would, I worked with him part-time while going to school. Um, and as soon as I left the house to go to college, I lived in the dorms. Um, I would go out on modeling gigs on my own. And that was before we had these nifty little intelligent cell phones that have so much info, right? So I don't even know how I would find these modeling gigs. Maybe the radio, um, 
magazines, I don't know, newspapers, who knows? But I would go to these random things and some of them were shady, you mm -hmm. know? I'd go to places where, you know, like modeling schools. Oh, well, if you pay us $10,000, we'll teach you how to be a model or, um, you know, uh, yeah, pay $1,000 for photographs and then you could be a model. Like all these things, I, I'd go to like casting calls with like creepy people, like it's just very strange. Um, but But one time I did go to one casting call it was for a hair show it was the big cosmet cosmetology show it's an annu annual show that happens in LA at the convention center it's huge okay. and so they sell makeup they have hair products and so I got hired they had an open casting call um and they hired me and when I was there not, not to interrupt but is this happening all through college yeah Oh, yeah, this was, well, when I was in college, I did a few runway shows and they, I didn't have an agent. Okay. That's so important in this business. Like you got to have an agent because your agent is your advocate. Your agent is the one that gets you the work. Yeah. The agent is the one that filters the legitimate clients from the shady ones. So <laughs> they're, they're your advocate. They're kind of like your gatekeeper, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And so when you have a good agent, you should feel pretty confident that the client you're working with has it's been legit. screened. <laughs> yeah, it's legit. Not it's legit. And I didn't have that. So, oh my goodness. So, so they're good want, to show you. So this, you're you going to this cosmetology at the convention center, you're going all alone without representation. Yeah. Ooh, how is that? Well, uh, yeah, I had to chase down the people to pay me oh. that's your agent job right but I was like hey where's my check you know like all you know chola where's my money you owe me money and oh they were God. like uh it usually takes 30 days I didn't know any of these things girl I didn't know a thing I was just figuring it out on my own I can tell you so many stories about like random things I did without an agent um but but at this show that I did for the hair for the cosmetology thing I met another model and she had a real agent and she said <laughs> you, you should go meet my agents they're wonderful so look them up they had an open casting call before COVID or a few years ago every agency or most agencies would have an open call day so oh. anybody could go Maybe it was like Tuesdays from two to four. So for instance, like I could go, even though I don't Anyone know. Anyone could go. Okay. They might have like a, a minimum height requirement mm -hmm. or some sort of requirements, minimum age, you know, whatever they wanted to have. But if it was open call and you met those minimum requirements, you would show up with your book. If you had one, a book is your portfolio, which shows some of your photos. And, um, and if they liked you, they would sign you on and so I went to the open casting call I got signed and then finally I had a real agent mm. guess how old I was by the time this happened mm. <laughs> like, I don't know just tell me I was 29 oh so I was almost 30 years old before I became like a legitimate professional model so before then you were just kind of like well let's see if I if I get casted 
because exactly. you didn't have an agent. So you had no idea. You, like you were kind of going about it in a way where like, if it's shady, you have no idea until you get there. Right. Or it's legit. Cool. So you were just risking. Just risking. <laughs> no clue. It was so bad, Jackie, that I didn't even know what a real audition looked like. Wow. Like I probably went to open casting calls where it's just like everyone shows up, you stand in a line and they're like, okay, we like you, you can go home, you know, like so informal. Right. Um, and so when I finally got my real legitimate agency, my first agency was Auto Models. They're still around. They're wonderful. They're in um, Orange County now. They're in Newport Beach. Um, but they, so they sent me to my first legitimate audition and I didn't know what I didn't know. Like I was like, luckily, I think I, I got to see someone audition before me. So I just copied them. <laughs> um, like, you know, when you get to an audition, you have to like check in and do all these things. And then you slate your name. I didn't even know. I don't think I even knew what that was. I watched somebody else do it. Uh -huh. Um, but but I got lucky because I, the second audition I ever went to, I booked it and it was a national commercial. It was for Diet Dr. Pepper. And I made a lot of money and it was shown across the US. And my agents were so thrilled because everybody wanted this gig. This was like a huge, like cattle call. Like they called a lot of models. They hired three girls and three guys. And I was one of them. And I was like, oh, this is so easy like I got this you know yeah. yeah and no it does not work that way like you can go on 10 auditions and not book anything yeah. or 20 and then all of a sudden you go to two or three and you book them all like there's no rhyme or reason mm. in this business right so you gotta you gotta kind of just keep going and be, you know, persevere. And if you're in the game, you're going to book something. If you're not in the game, then you're not going to book anything. Right. 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 And so I'm, I'm imagining that at, you know, at some point when you became, you were 29, you got your agent. So now you feel more confident that this agent's going to work for you. Now, if some, let's just say, hypothetically, I say, Oh, I want to be a model um, for whatever reason. I would want to go look for an agent. Now, what's like the percentage cut that the agent is going to get from me if they book something for me? Yeah, that's a great question. And that's a very important question. That's like the probably one of the first questions you should ask if an agency wants to sign you. They should never take more than 20%. Okay. 20% is the max, uh, the max. And if it's a Screen Actors Guild, a union job, SAG job, yeah. they shouldn't take more than 10%. But that's something you need to negotiate with your agent when you're signing the contracts. Ah, okay, good. Amigas, don't sign contracts if it's over 20%. <laughs> over 20%. The other thing, never, ever, this is a huge red flag. And a, a real agent, a legitimate agency will never ask you for money up front. Mm. And there are agents in LA, or I, I'm doing uh, air quotations, everybody, oh, that will scout you. Like maybe you're at the mall, mm -hmm. or you're with your daughter at the mall, and somebody gives you a card and says, Hey, your daughter's so cute, or your son should be a model, or you should be a model. Call us. 
for an interview, you go in and they're like, oh my God, well, we're going to think about it. You know, we're only taking two people right now. And then you get a call and they're like, well, we thought it over and you, you, you made it. You got the golden ticket. We would like to represent you. We just need $2,000 ah. to get you going. Right. That's a scam. No, don't do that. Don't do it. There's other sites right now that will charge $30 a month to be on their website, their modeling website. That's a scam. Oh, wow. An agent works for you to get you work. When you book the work and a check comes in, usually 30 days later. Yeah. They take the, they, it's their job to obtain the check. Right. right? Yeah. And that's totally standard. They're like our escrow. They're our escrow agency. Okay. Exactly. And yeah. and some of them will have you sign a power of attorney so mm-hmm. that they can collect the money on your behalf. Okay. Once they collect, so say you're getting paid for a job, um, a thousand dollars a day. Okay. Um, and 30 days later, later, your agent collects the thousand dollars. They're going to cut you a new check for 800 and they keep their 200 yeah. and it should have a breakdown, like gross payment, a thousand minus commission. Your net pay is uh, yeah, totally. And that sounds reasonable. It really does. It uh, is because you know what, Jackie agents work so hard on your behalf. Yeah. Like their job is hard. Yeah. All they do all day is submit their clients on projects like break, they're called breakdowns. So say uh, Diet Dr. Pepper is looking to book models for a commercial. They'll put a breakdown out. So it'll say looking for uh, models between the ages of 20 to 30 must be fit or whatever they're looking for. Right. Or must be Latina or must be Asian, whatever. This is the pay, blah, blah, blah. So your agent will submit you on that project. Yeah, yeah. They'll submit your photo online, okay? And then if the casting director likes you and goes, oh, we'd like to see her. She'd be a great fit for this commercial. Then you get the audition notice. Mm, Yeah. And that's what gets the ball rolling. Right. So agents are doing that behind the scenes all day. Yeah. Yeah. So they might have 100 people on the roster that they have to remember to submit for. Yeah. Yeah. And so then that's how, that's why they get paid. That's the they, 20%. Yeah. Yeah. I, and, and you don't want to be bothered with any of that stuff. I mean, locating, because no. what you did before was like, oh, look at the newspaper and then go <laughs> to shady places <laughs> and then finally get a job and then hunt down my money. Go <laughs> <laughs> down like a child. I had to be the bill collector. No, thank you. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, okay. So let's, um, now, now you got your agent, you're getting booked. Like what has been your highest paying gig? Cause I'm like, I'm curious, like, is it when you did videos with famous people or <laughs> what was that? I would say, uh, my highest paying gig was probably diet Dr. Pepper. Okay. I got paid over $20,000 for two days work. Wow. And it was so easy and fun. Nice. Um, I also did a commercial for Caesar's Palace that paid really well, probably close to twenty thousand um, dollars, and it was really fun. And then you'd be surprised because some of the higher exposure work that I've done, like um, I've been on the cover of two magazines, those pay zero. What? 
those covers usually don't pay because you get two things. You get the bragging rights. Look at me. I'm on the cover of the magazine, right? Yeah. You also get what's called a, a tear sheet. So basically a tear sheet is something that you would put in your portfolio, which is now online, right? But back in the day, you would, some, some models still carry their book, their portfolio. So you would literally tear the cover or whatever out of the magazine and put it in your book. So it's called a tear sheet. And then that gives you credibility, credibility, exposure. You can go to another job and say, look, I'm on the cover of this magazine. And they're like, oh, wow, she's legit. Yeah. Ah, okay. Interesting. Wow. So the the Alejandro Fernandez music video that I did, Uh huge exposure, right? Yes. He's so famous. He was at the like top height of his career back then. Still is, but you know, like he's young and like all. Yeah. Back then he was, wow. You know, um, I don't think I got paid more than $300 for that video. Wow. And your agent took 20% of that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So sometimes you do just because of, you know, the exposure, like I wasn't going to turn down that job. I was like, heck yeah, sign me up. I want to be in a video with Alejandro Fernandez. Right, right. Oh, yeah. And there's that credibility there. And oh, my God, brand recognition, everything. Exactly. Wow. Okay. So then after um, having landed these amazing jobs, um, at some point you decided to create your own agency. So tell us a little bit about that. Well, it's not an agency. But I'm, yes, it's, a, it's, it's a studio. It's a basically a studio. Right. Um, and I don't call it a school because What I do is I coach models, like aspiring models. I teach them what they need to know to break into the modeling business. So I teach them A to Z. I teach them everything I wish I knew from day one so that they're not wasting time. Like they immediately are like trained. They know the lingo. They know what to expect. They know the business side. They know that, oh, I I have to know how to slate my name. I, I need to know how to pose, how to walk, how to act. Because a lot of people don't realize as a model, you also need to know how to act, even if it's the basics, the foundation, Mm. right? Because um, the first audition my um, agent sent me to, Otto, it was a commercial audition. It was like for Oil of Olay or something. And I had to go in and like pretend like I was in the mirror. I don't remember, but I was like, oh my God, I have to act. Luckily, I had some acting under my belt. So I was in a complete like, you know, deer in the headlights. Yeah. I teach my models how to act as well. Even if it's a photo, right? If you're posing for a magazine and the photographer says, okay, I want you to look intense. Mm. I want you to look happy. Like, oh my God, you're on the top of the world with this perfume on or, you know, smelling a daisy, whatever. You need to bring that emotion so that the audience feels it yeah yeah definitely even in a picture you have to act right you might have a terrible headache that day or you might be so hungry but when they say look happy Colgate or whatever you need to bring it right Um, so I teach them acting as well and so that's why it's more of a studio because I also take pictures for them you know just to get them started yeah. Um, 
but I'm not an agent. So an agent is, you know, somebody that gets you work. What I do do for my clients. So is if I see an open casting on Instagram, like for a fashion show or anything like that, I'm like, Hey, go to this. And so a lot of my models have gotten work. I help them get an agent if I can. I've had uh, lots of clients that I've helped to, you know, get signed with agencies, but it's the ones that do the work that, that get the agents, you know? Right. Sometimes I'll, like, there's people that come in and I want to be a model. Yay. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, let's get to work. And then they're like, wait a minute, there's work involved. <laughs> you mean I have, I have homework. I have to know how to do a self tape audition. I have to memorize some lines. Like, I didn't know I had to do all this work, you know? Wow. Yeah. And so, so the ones that are willing to do the work, practice the craft um and understand what it takes those are the ones that get the agents and go on to do big things ah I see I see now um can just any regular person meaning like oh you don't have to be thin necessarily you don't have to be tall because I mean I think like growing up as you know, we're the same age. We had the Kate Mosses, the the Christy Turlington, and those women were like tall and slender and all these things. And well, let's just face it, like many Americans are not tall and slender. Right. Someone that is not tall and slender become a model. Absolutely. It's the business has changed a lot in the last 20 years from when I started, because I started a little over 20 years ago. And um, a lot of the runway work, I did some runway, but that was not my niche because I was not tall enough and I'm 5'8". Oh, wow. Back then it was like usually 5'10", 5'11". Yeah. To get a lot of um, uh, runway work. Um, So now it's changing. So now you'll see older women, right? Classic women, I like to call them. You see women in their 70s, 80s, 90s, men that, you know, with their white beards and their silver hair or whatever. Yeah. You see people that, that use wheelchairs, people with prosthetic limbs, people with abilities and disabilities. Like it's changed a lot. So there's a lot more room for mm-hmm. a diverse, you know, diverse yeah. models, diversity. Yeah. Um, and I was recently talking to a photographer that does a 50 over 50 series every year. So she takes 50 women who are over 50 and photographs them. Uh-huh. And she said, it's crazy how many women over 50 she's been getting like a lot, like I want to be a model. And I think it's because a, the diversity yeah, and B women are just more empowered now to yeah. say, I I'm going to do this thing. Like, I don't care what anybody thinks. Right. I've always wanted to be a model. I'm 50. I'm fit. I've got money and I've got time and I'm going to pursue this. Yeah. And it's, I'm not going to ask for permission. Yeah. It's a, it's very, a confidence booster for sure. It is. And mm-hmm. it, that's awesome that you said that because a lot of my clients just come in. They're like, I don't want to be a model, but I just want to walk into a room with more confidence. Mm. or I want makeup tips or you know can you help me just to feel more confident and I love working with those kind of clients too 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So tell us a little bit about the courses that you have um, uh, for, for your business. So our studios in Manhattan Beach, California, my husband teaches acting. He's been an actor for a long time. I teach modeling. Um, and what I do is in, so I have in-person private classes most of the time, about twice a year, I'll do group classes. Like in the summer, I do a summer camp for teens, which is so much fun for me. I love it and they love it too. But for the most part throughout the year, I do one-on-one -on -one private coaching yeah. and I tailor my classes to the individual, mm -hmm. right? So like I mentioned, oh, I just want confidence or yeah. no, I really want to pursue this modeling thing. And what I do is I figure out their individual superpower mm -hmm. and we get their foot in the door using their superpower their past ability right yeah so for example if you were to come in and say I want to be a model I'd say okay let's get you started with commercial modeling right let's get you in commercials because there's a lot of work for the young mom ah. right yeah maybe you're the attorney right they need yeah. models for attorneys offices all the time I mean I just did one where I was a playing a strong attorney so I just channeled you I was like what would, <laughs> what would Jackie do <laughs> hmm. so you know what I mean so I would be like your superpower or your castability is businesswoman young mom yeah get your foot in the door that way because every agency has different divisions like yeah. they have, they might have commercial print theatrical voiceover teens toddlers whatever runway print right wow. Events. now if a girl who's 19 walks in and she's 511 size zero her castability and superpower is runway yeah I'm yeah. going to be like, let's get you in the door through the runway division. Once you're in with the agency yeah, and they trust you and you trust each other, you can say, Hey, can I'd like to do some print mm. or I'm also interested in theatrical or voiceover. Right. Yeah. yeah. But you're already in the door. The hard part is getting in there. Yes. Yes. Oh yeah. For so sure. it's not one size fits all. Right. Right. No, of course not. You know, um, the other day that I was on Netflix and I, I realized that there's a new Netflix, I think it was on Netflix on the models. It was the, the top models. And I thought of you and I said, Oh my God, these agents, they're like, I wonder how it is with, with Diana. I'm like, I have to watch that. I, um, I had the, ma the Vogue magazine where they're all on the cover. Yeah. And I want to watch that show because, I mean, those models are, first of all, they, it was in the 90s when it was like, you know, Big the deal. skinny, yeah. don't eat model. Um, yeah. And at their level, I feel like it's just a whole different level of, you know, yeah. they're worldwide. I mean, they would do shows in Milan and, you know, everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. LA. Um, so yeah, that they're just at a whole different level. And so I'm sure they saw some stuff, you know? Yeah, ab totally. I was, I was thinking about you and I thought, oh my God, this is really great. This is insane. Cause I was in, I don't know what episode it was that, um, uh, one agency actually would house the models. Yeah. Cause the dangers, 
because you're not with your parents anymore. Yeah. And that's, I mean, as a parent, I'm like, oh, no, I keep my kid, but that's when they were under 18, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I I believe that still is a thing where if they're a minor and they go overseas, they have to be, you know, they have to kind of live together. Yeah. Oh my goodness. This is so crazy. It's crazy. Oh my goodness. There's a lot. Yeah. There's a lot to it. Um, but you know, there's a whole, there are dangers, but there's a whole nother side where like, if you live in LA, like we do, mm-hmm. this is kind of like the epicenter of all the different types of modeling work. Yeah. Right. So here you have movies, commercial, TV shows, print, runway, you have it all. You have probably thousands of agencies here. Right. You don't have to release your kid to, they don't have to go overseas. You can keep them here and they will be busy. Yeah. And as a minor, they have to follow certain rules on set. Like there has to be a guardian. They need to have a Coogan account, which is a trust account. They need to have a work permit. Yeah. There's safety measures in place. Oh, yeah. There's labor laws. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Not <Yeah>. child abuse. <laughs> yeah. And I do coach a lot of kids too. Oh. So when I coach kids, I have to coach the parents as well. Yeah. Because I'm like, are you ready for this? Because you're the one, the, the parent is the one that has to drop what they're doing to drive their kid mm-hmm. to auditions or help them do a self-tape audition if they have to do it from home because COVID changed that, right? So because of COVID, now you do audition a lot of auditions at home. They're called self-tape auditions. Uh-huh. Um, but sometimes you still go in in person. Yeah. So the parent has to be willing to do that. They have to be willing to be on set. Mm. So you become like a momager. Yeah. So do you, are you ever asked to be the momager for the day of one of your students? No. Okay. I've been asked to be an agent many times and I, I say, no, that's not, that's not my niche. And um, yeah, I wouldn't want to mix. Right. The, the two. Yeah. Yeah. I'd rather be like, I can't be your agent, but I can refer you to somebody that I think would be a good fit for you. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. It's wonderful to know. And, and I know that we're going to put in the show notes, how to reach you and how to be part of any of your courses that you have for Manhattan model studio. But Amiga, before I leave you, I always ask my guests if you could provide one or two tips on how an Amiga can handle her shit. Wow, such a good question. And so many, oh my gosh. How many, how many tips can I give you? What's the max? How much time do we have? No, <laughs> you can give me as many. <laughs> okay. Well, the first thing I would say is, you know, put yourself first. Mm-hmm. Like, and I don't mean that in a selfish way. I mean like fill your cup first, right? So make sure that you as a person, first and foremost, that you are getting enough sleep, drinking water, moving your body at least once a day. Yeah. And doing something that brings you joy. Right. Right. Because those things, if you are taking care of your physical body, you're doing something that's fun, that's taking care of your soul, right? And your mind, then you're automatically going to be in a better place to decide or to make decisions about anything in your life. That's right. If you're down, you're not feeling well, you're depressed, 
your the decisions you make from that point of view are going to be very different than ones from a higher vibrational self right right yeah so I mean think about like if you wake up with a hangover oh horrible right <laughs> yeah your day is ruined like yeah. yeah you can't even think right you're like I, I can't I can't deal like Yes. versus waking up and you're like oh, I feel so good I'm gonna go do yoga at six I'm gonna go for a brisk walk and I'm gonna drink my water I got enough sleep how are you gonna make decisions from that place right they're gonna be much better much more positive yeah so that would be one tip um but you know I feel like being a model, like I always tell my clients, it's not just about the outside. Like, yes, you need to look healthy. You need to look vibrant. And a lot of agents now, they're not looking for perfect. They're not looking for drop dead, gorgeous, Christy Turlington perfection. Yeah. They're like, we want someone with healthy skin, mm. white teeth, a vibrant smile, health. Yes, yes, yes. Lifestyle, vibrancy. But yeah, because people that watch a commercial that you're in and you're looking healthy and vibrant, they're going to be like, well, I want what she's, what she has, what is she drinking? What does she put on her face? Right. If you're too perfect, people check out because they're like, I'm never going to look like that. Mm -hmm. I'm going to check out. But if it's somebody that's resonates, that's more accessible to you and you're like, that looks like me. Yeah. Yeah. I could see myself in her but healthy, you know, then like it just resonates better with people. So I always say, take care of the outside. Yeah. But more importantly, like let's take care of the inside, the heart, the mind, soul. Right. Which is something that you teach uh, your models. I do. I do. The internal work. Cause you're, you're like centered with the internal work then you're able to project that happiness, that glow, that vibrancy. Exactly. And the confidence. And the confidence. So, yeah. And so I also teach them breathing exercises for like if they feel nervous or anxious at an audition or whatever. I'm like, let's learn some grounding and some calming exercises so that if you do feel, and we don't call it nervous, we call it excited. Mm. We're like, if you feel excited, do these breathing exercises. It'll ground you and calm you down. So I'm always dropping like nuggets of let's do some fun modeling. Let's do runway. Okay. Let's also talk about like side stuff, what's going on there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's so beautiful. And I'm sure that your, your students are loving you because you're actually very insightful and, and not only that, but just really vibrant and beautiful and really caring. Really. I I love what I do and I love my clients and, you know, I just wanted to add that I just developed my digital courses so that if anyone who is not in LA or is not in Manhattan Beach, they can get my foundation. My foundations course is available digitally. And I know you put all of that in the show notes, but I feel like a lot of people that, and I've had clients come in and see me from other states, like, Mm -hmm. and I'll say, okay, let's see what's available in your area. Let's research your area. So you don't have to be in LA you can learn what you need to learn and apply it to your region. Right, right, right. Yes, absolutely. So amigas, if you're interested in modeling and you're not in LA, 
go get her course. Um, we can find it in your website, it's, right? Yes, it's on my website. Yeah, okay, so and online courses. Perfect. Well, and the on the show notes we have the Manhattan Model Studio website. So perfect for you. And and so also if you're here in LA, we'll come and sign up for a course here with Diana in Manhattan Beach of all places. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, I'm like, like it's a vacation spot, so might as well kill two birds with one stone. Exactly. Right? Just come meet with me and then go hang out at the beach or have some lunch or dinner. Yeah. Amen. Oh my God. Love it. Well, thank you so much, Diana, for being here on Amiga Handle Your Shit podcast. Thanks, Jackie. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Amiga Handle Your Shit podcast. If anything resonates with you today, please share it with your friends and subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. Don't forget to share it on Instagram, Facebook, and other social media platforms. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback for us, you can reach me directly at www.amigahandleyourshit.com. Thank you so much for listening. Gracias y hasta la próxima.